you back, man, from uh, Las Vegas, UFC 248. Israel Adesanya defeats Yoel Romero in the main event, unanimous decision. Um, yep. Talk about that fight, man. Uh, tell me what you thought about uh, what happened. You know, we talked about it beforehand, and, and we were talking about how unpredictable he was. He was unpredictable, man. He came out yeah. doing some wild shit. So we talked about him not using. Um... Yeah. Yeah, the drill going off. We yeah. talked about him not using it, not using his wrestling, and he he didn't he didn't use his wrestling. Uh, he well the the scorecard said it was he was zero for three on his takedowns. So um, I mean. That was the plan, was to stuff his takedowns. But, you know, he came out, and he stood there for 20 seconds. And when I saw that, I was in the locker room. I I realized what it was going to be. It was going to be uh, more of a boring fight. Um, and I realized it was going to be 25 minutes of, you know, Israel's focus and concentration to get the job done. And, you know, we live in a world now where everything's judged by Oh, you got to knock everybody out. Well, it's not always going to be knockouts. There's going to be boring ones. There's going to be split decisions. There's going to be unanimous ones that were just getting the job done and sticking to your game plan. And remember, in this sport, you the goal is to give the most damage and to take the least amount of damage. And if you look at the past people who he had fought, you know, Weidman, look what he did. Was, he split his head open. You know, uh, Whitaker was hurt. After his two fights with him, he broke his hand in that. You know, Paulo Costa, the big Brazilian, you know, he hurt himself during that fight. Um, and then the guy he fought in Perth when he didn't make weight, you know, he knocked him out. Rockholt, bad. So, and Izzy came away unscathed. So it was a mission accomplished. It was, you know, it was a great team effort. It was an awesome performance by Israel because it took 25 minutes of focus. And he didn't buy into the, you know, the booze and the, the cheers and this and that. And, you know, like Israel said in his interview, he goes, I'm not going to listen to these people who have been drinking since two o'clock in the afternoon. Booing me to try to get me to do something that I'm not going to do. And this isn't just a normal fight. This is a this is a title fight. This is for his legacy. And, uh, you know, he defended it. Uh, he did what he had to do. And. Like I said, man, his game plan, he switched it, and he went to the leg kicks, and, and it worked, and it worked perfect. So I think with that being said, you know, I was – his performance was good, man. Um, and I know he doesn't he doesn't care about what people say. You know what I mean? He And, and that's what's going to make him great. He could give two fucks about what people say. But, you know, there's been a lot of kick-up and a lot of stink about, oh, well, he didn't do anything. But, you know, Yo Romero is a great fighter. Uh, he was gifted an opportunity from Israel, and he didn't take advantage. He didn't capitalize on it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Um, Israel is still the champion. So, you know, I was thrilled. I was happy. Wasn't the most exciting. But, again, they're not always going to be the most exciting. Not everything's going to be. And it didn't help that the fight before that was probably one of the best yeah. female performances I've ever seen in my life, man. I was in the back locker room trying to watch Izzy warm up, and I just couldn't, my eyes just couldn't stay off that TV because it was just such a good fight. And going into that fight, I thought the Chinese girl was going to be too physical and too strong. But then 
Joanna quickly reminded you that she's good. And um, that was just a great fight, man. I honestly didn't know what was going to happen at the end of it. I really didn't. So it was a great performance. Yeah. Um, now, going back to Romero. Um, yeah, he, like you said, he was gifted a, a, an opportunity, man. A lot of people believe he didn't deserve a title shot, but he was given one. And I think uh, people are disappointed more in him because he didn't go after the title. He kind of played this counter game that uh, was mm -hmm. not going to end well for him because, you know, you're going to play a counter game against a, count a guy that counters and is a better striker, more technical striker. Of course, it's going to end like that. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't attack and take the risk, when pretty much this might be his last chance, right? Yeah. Uh, I know he says he wants to keep fighting in that, but, I mean, again, the UFC is a big business, so they make those decisions and they make those calls. But from the outside looking in, uh, you would think that maybe that would be. Uh, maybe not, but, you know, I think a lot of people thought that that would be his shot. And a lot of people agreed that he didn't, Engage and he didn't do what he needed to have to do. What I thought was going to happen, um, John, was I thought the three rounds were going to be slow. He was saving his energy, and then the last round he was going to try to last two rounds. Maybe he was going to try to go balls out, kind of, and take Izzy down or try to, and just try to hold him and just stall and just lay on top of him and just bore him to death. Um, but he couldn't get Israel down, and he didn't. He didn't make enough attempts to get Israel down. So, again, Izzy played the game from the outside, and just ate at his leg, ate at his leg, um, threw jabs, kept his distance, kept his range, everything like that. So it was good. So, Paulo Costa, you know, he was there. Did you run yeah, into yeah, him? You know, like what was going on in the backstage? Because I I saw that he got escorted to the back during the fight or after the fight. I don't know what happened there. I watched like some of the interviews in that, and they had said that he, he, um, Romero said something to him like, "Oh, we should be fighting for the belt again." And I guess he was trying to side with Romero because I know him and Israel. It's personal. Um, but Israel did say something to him and kind of like called him out about it. But he, by that time, he was already getting escorted out. But nothing happened in the back. I don't. I, we didn't see him in the back or anything like that. Uh, but from what I saw, he jumped the fence. They had wanted him to eventually get in the ring if Izzy had won, from what I'd heard. And then when Izzy was doing a speech, Yo Romero went over and said, you know, we, we should be the one fighting next for the belt, blah, 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 et cetera. And then... I guess they, they escorted him out, and then by that time, um, yeah, Izzy had said something, but he was already gone. So, you know, uh, nothing really happened there. I know he was in attendance. I know he was in the front row. So you could see him in the background, et cetera. So, but that's the that's the fight they make, that they're going to make, they say, next. So, we'll, you know, we'll see how that fight goes. Um, I don't know when it'll be. I mean, hell, especially with this epidemic going on with everything, man, you don't. You don't know, so things are a bit crazy right now in this world. They said that Izzy's feet, like both his feet are broken. Is that true? Nah. Nah, bro both his feet aren't broken. Um, we flew out Monday night. I flew out uh, from Vegas on Monday night. He was on my flight going out, and he was walking fine. So um, I don't know what they meant by that. Uh, I think he went to the PI earlier that morning and maybe did an ice bath or something or 
just maybe I don't know did a checkup whatever they do with the PI for the athletes I don't know you know what I mean I, I don't I don't see that I just go there for the free food and that so uh they did all that and uh yeah as far as I know man everything like I said when he rocked up to the airport and I saw him he was he was, he was walking fine so mm-hmm. you know I think they might have said that just to stir some stuff up a little bit maybe he was limping a little bit the night before but again when I saw him he was all Gucci all right. Well, hey, uh, before the fight, you know, you made an appearance on the, the countdown show. You know, everybody mm-hmm. was probably, you know, the people around you, man, they probably was messaging you because you didn't. Did you tell people that you were going to be on that? Did you know you were going to be on the countdown? No, nah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know. I knew like when I'm over at, at CKB, they they come in like there's a lot of cameras there, you know, especially with Izzy and Dan and Kai and and Brad and Volk, like there's a lot of cameras. So, and it's to the point now to where like, I don't know if it's the local newspaper or the New Zealand Herald or if it's ESPN or if it's somebody else, I don't know. I don't I try not to pay attention to that. If they ask me for an interview, I just try to be pretty humble and just keep it pretty simple and just really just shout the boys out. Um, but no, I didn't know I was going to be really on like the embedded or the countdown. I just, you know, when I was doing the during the MMA class at uh, at City in the mornings at ten, Eugene will have me show like some takedown defense or some offense stuff or some some getting up bottom position. So I just go about my class as normal. Um, and if the cameras are on and they they do that, they they're there filming. Then great. But you know, the the video they put up was kind of like when I first had just gotten over there when I'd first just gotten back from. Um, Houston with Justin so um but no it was cool man and then you know they interviewed me at the PI and everything like that but uh it was actually kind of funny because Eugene introduced me the one time when he was like uh the world-renowned Hickman bros wrestling and MMA he goes but most coaches don't understand the difference between like wrestling and wrestling for MMA but he was just like taking the piss he was just like cracking a joke and like him and I got it and I think a lot of people got it but I don't think a lot of people understand the humor in New Zealand so like everybody was like oh man you know what I mean like but it was funny because like we chatted about it after he was like how about they use the introduction when I introduced you he's like I was kind of just taking the piss and having fun with it but they rolled with it and then the one part it was a bad take I was showing a move and I was like you got to stagger your feet so if a guy pushes you forward your feet stay staggered. You never let your feet get square because when they pull you back, they just sit you to your ass. And that's the clip they showed. They showed Izzy just snatching me back on my butt. But it was like a bad, it was a bad take. Like somebody who doesn't understand the sport of wrestling should have put up a different clip. Instead, they put the clip of me getting what you're not supposed to do. But Mm -hmm. in the background, it was good, guys. This is how it's supposed to look. So we had to laugh about that, but at the end of the day, man, any publicity is good publicity. Yeah. It was good for, you know, my brother and I, but most importantly, it was, it was better for, it's good for CKB, it's good for the gym, it's good for the boys and um and everything like that. So, you know, it was, uh, but again, man, it was just a great week. It was, at the end of the day, you're there for one reason, and that's to get your hand raised. And Izzy got his hand raised. So, hindsight 2020, I couldn't have asked for, yeah, you could have asked for a knockout, but man those will come you know what i mean they'll come they'll just give it time um i look at it like this i look at from the sport of wrestling because that's what i grew up in when you're in the sport of wrestling 
at the highest level or in college or however you want to say it, when somebody is really good at scoring points and can put points on the board, it's the same as if somebody's really good with knockouts like Izzy. But if people, there are people out there that when they wrestle you, they're okay with moral victories. They're okay with that. They're satisfied with the moral victory. So they're okay with losing a close one to you. So they're okay with losing 4-2. They're okay with losing 5-4, stuff like that, keeping it real close. But when people come out and they try to score and put points on the board against you, it opens up more opportunities. And that's how it is. It opens up more stuff. And that's a scenario without happening. If Fida came out and tried to open up more stuff, it opened up more stuff for Israel. But he didn't. And that's how I look at it. You know what I mean? I look at it through the wrestling point of view where when guys come out and try to really score and put points, they open themselves up. They're more vulnerable for opportunities, for positions, for takedowns, for, you know, transitions, et cetera. And uh, that's how I looked at it for that fight. You know what I mean? He didn't open himself up like he like he should have, therefore didn't open up enough for Israel. Now, man, you, you're back at back in Phuket, back at Tiger. Yeah. You know, you, you have a bunch of guys waiting for you over there probably. Uh, I see yeah. Maribek's, Maribek's out there, Rustam's out there. You know, are those guys all getting ready for fights? Um, I don't want to speak too soon, but I think they want Maribek on the – trying to get my man Maribek on the Dublin card in Ireland. Um, Rustam. Rustam's out here. Maribek actually leaves Sunday. He's been out here for a while. He leaves Sunday, and he goes to back to Austria for two weeks, and then he goes to do his wrestling camp. Uh, I don't know if he's going to Bahrain or Azerbaijan, but he wrestles with the best guys in the world for his camp for – two, three weeks. So he's going to do that. Rustam's out here. Um, don't know yet when Rustam will fight. Um, I think with everything going on, you know, no, really nobody know. I know that Khalil fights at the end of the month on the 28th. We're supposed to be in Columbus, Ohio. It's been moved to the Apex Center in Vegas. So that's still on. So training continues from there. But for us on this side of the world, a lot of it is one championship. And one championship is canceled three, four shows now. So there's a no, lot of no, actually it hasn't. They moved well, them they, to Singapore. Well, oh, excuse me. Okay, they they moved to Singapore. Um, Timofey, Timofey's fighting. Uh, supposed to be next month in. It Indonesia. Was supposed to be Malaysia. Malaysia. Um. Oh, okay. KL. Yeah, KL. So it, whether it's there or not, that's easy because that's our flight. If it's in Singapore, that's even better because Singapore's clean and I like Singapore so I'm excited for Timofey man because again nothing but good things to say about him man he works so hard and he's such a nice guy Peter Yan arrived last week Peter Yan's headlined in the uh, Kazakhstan card against Morales Morales excuse me however you say um, that's going to be interesting one because when Peter Yan beats him that's a title shot mm-hmm. so I'm very uh, very excited for that one um and then we got a couple of guys. Ian Heinz just got back, so he's over here. And then, uh, you know, again, we got our, our guys here locally and focused. Um, Casey, she's still training. So we got about 60, 65 people in the class right now, you know what I mean? So it's, it's still pumping. It's high season, which is the nice weather. So things are going good except for this whole corona. They shut down Songkran, which is our, like, Thailand's national holiday, their big holiday. They shut it down. Oh, really? So, yeah, man. People are <laughs> people aren't happy. They're going bananas right now about everything. So, oh, okay. but 
nothing changes for us, brother. It's still, you know, still get the going. boys ready, make sure they're ready to go. Um, and then Valentina confirmed for Perth, June 7th. I believe Volkanovski's on that card. I believe Justin Toffa's getting on that card. I believe Tui Vasa's on that card. Yeah, they announced um, him already. Yep, and then April, no, excuse me, and then May 15th is Kai, and I believe, it's not confirmed yet, but everybody's been chatting about Dan Hooker versus Poirier headlining that card. So do you think Valentina's going to do her camp in Phuket at Tiger for this one since it is in Australia? Have you heard anything about that? She usually does do her camps out here. Mm -hmm. um, I reckon she will. Um they love it out here, man. Her and her sister really do love it out here. So I reckon she'll she'll be on here for that. Yeah, they got that beachside place popping off now. It's pretty much complete, yeah. right? Yeah, beachside's complete. It's nice, man. It's 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 really nice. It's uh yeah, it's just got really good facilities and that. But um, it's only about a kilometer or so away from the the other spot. So um, I don't get down there that much. You know, I'm still with the normal spot, the OG spot, but uh, that's just because of the more more mat space and stuff like that. Uh, we got Fabio Pinka over here right now. That's another guy that's he's making his one championship uh, MMA debut next month, which would be pretty cool because, man, he's he's a legend in the sport as far as striking. He beat Sanchai, like, you know what I mean? I put that dude up there with, with the best in the world because he's – He's so smart and crafty and gifted at what he does. So it's it's really cool to have him over here and just to see him in a wrestling class. You know what I mean? Like you see him being Sanchai, you see him fighting, you know, kickboxing, et cetera, Muay Thai, and now you see him in your wrestling class. So it's it's cool, man. It's very humbling to have him around and um, have his knowledge. Well, you know, I think the corona thing is is probably gonna start calming down pretty soon. Um it's probably oh, the only reason so, America's brother. tripping out is because it's it's hitting them now. But once they get it all figured out, it's gonna calm yeah. down. You know what I mean? Because Asia has been going off for a couple months, so now they're finally getting everything situated. Because y'all got that's because y'all got cults and churches stirring it up. Just passing yeah. the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have that, I'm the like, career would be all good. But you yeah. know what can you do? But like you said, man. Um, yeah, I know Trump made that oh, speech, yeah. but. Uh, you know, they say that this virus is like really hard to live in. Uh, it's hard to live in very, very hot climates. Yeah. Um, but, you know, then it says like stay hydrated, et cetera, et cetera. But when I traveled, man, there wasn't a lot of people in the airport. It was pretty dead. The planes weren't very full, you know. So it's uh, it's definitely taking a toll and it's definitely scaring people, you know, that's for sure. So, um but again, yeah, I know the States is, is panicking. Just last week, uh, I'm in a group chat with my boys from Vegas. Just last week, you know, we were at a couple spots like XS, which is like this big like club, like an encore type thing, and we were having a good time. And a week later, it's done. They closed it down. They, they shut it. You know, all, all the big nightclubs and stuff like that are, are closed down and stuff. So within just one week, man, it's just it's went from zero to, boom, 100, and everything's everything's cut off. Moving everything to the apex, but it, I feel bad, man. They canceled the NCAA wrestling tournament. They shut that down. Mm -hmm. At first, it was just going to be for spec, or excuse me, for fans, excuse me, for family, athletes, coaches, 
and then they they did away with it. But they did away with all winter sports. So you got baseball, softball, I believe you got basketball, the March Madness, which is a billion dollar industry, man. Mm-hmm. So much money. Closed it down. Canceled the national wrestling tournament. The last time they canceled the wrestling tournament was for World War II back in 1942 to 1945, which is insane. NBA basketball season done. Um, so yeah, uh, they are they're they're taking things extremely serious, man. Also down there, there's a lot of the the Chinese fighters training over there. You know, a lot of the the, yeah. the fighters from the PI. You know, just peeping them the out for a couple of days. Yeah, peeping them out for a couple of days, yeah. man. What do you think is the future? Because you know, you know, Zhang Wailei, she's the champ, but there's the young ones coming up too, and you get to kind of see them for yourself. You know, right in front of you. Yeah. No, man, they're um they're tough. Uh, I saw them actually this morning a couple hours ago at boxing. On Fridays they sparred in the boxing class, and they were <laughs> they were getting after it, man. They were they were doing some hard sparring and boxing. Um, they come to the wrestling. They'll probably come to the MMA sparring today too, man. Uh, there's about three or four girls here right now that are they're bigger than the the strawweight girl, but they're tough. They're they're physical. They're their build is, you know, they're pretty stout and husky, and uh, they spar hard, they wrestle hard. So, I think the Chinese culture for what it's got going for them with the PI and everything, and and you know, obviously now they got a leader with the girl. They got somebody they can kind of look up to, and you know, kind of follow that lead. And they're making some gains. They're making some good progress. All right. Now with Volkanovski, you know that pretty much he's going to be coming back. At UFC 251 in Perth with Valentina, uh, the the rematch is probably set in stone by now. You know what I mean? Because the zombie ain't gonna come back. He can't come back until July or August, and he has this whole thing with the Brian, Brian Ortega. You know what I mean? They gotta get that in before they get it, get any kind of title shot popping What's off. What's up right? with your boy? Who? What's up with your boy? Ortega? Nah. What's up? <laughs> What's up with what Park? What happened? Oh, uh, he just really got slapped. Yeah, I, nobody really knows what happened, man. I think maybe maybe he asked him who he was, and maybe he said something like, maybe Park said something real slick, like real, you know, like being like a little smartass. Who knows? Maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But, uh, yeah, but, I mean, Ortega, he's a rough dude. Like, you know what I mean? He's, believe it, from what I've read, he's from the streets, yeah? Like, he's yeah, he's about that action. So, yeah. you know, he gave him a little slap. Uh, maybe he did it on purpose just to stir it up just to stir up the whole process to get it going for the zombie. But whatever he did, it worked because, you know, the zombie, like you said, and everybody saw and made that post. And, um, yeah, it's going to, that's going to be an interesting fight. But to answer your question, the rematch, you know, looks like that's probably what's going to happen. That's no secret there. I know Dana's talked about it, but again, that's not set in stone, but it's been discussed about and stuff like that. And, if that's the case, um, it's back to work and it's back to, you know, what do we got to do again to defend it? You know what I mean? What do we got to, what do we got to do to keep the belt? Uh, we got to fight our fight. Alex has to focus on what he's good at. And, you know, he's a professional man. He works his, he works his ass off. So it, it, when it comes to that stuff, I don't ever worry about him, you know, not working hard because man, he gets it done. Is he going to be going over there? To, to Phuket, to Tiger? Um, I hope he does. Uh, he told me he probably he usually does his very beginning, so he'll come over here for a week, week and a half. Maybe go to City, 
go home for a couple weeks, and then he'll probably do his last three weeks like he usually does his last three weeks in at CKB, and then we leave for fight week. And that and that's that's a bit different because it's only about a six-hour flight from Auckland to um, to Perth, Western Australia. But damn, do I love Western Australia! What a lovely place. <laughs> well, you know, it seems like you're gonna be busy, man. Like for the next couple of months, you know. Of course, you got the classes that you need to run, but then you got all the fighters that you take care of while you're there. Um, you know, Rustam, Marabek, Peter Jan, just, just, that's just the famous ones. You know what I mean? You, we're not even talking about the, just the team, you know, the, the Tiger Moorside yeah. team that you need to take care of. So, um, and I, so I know you're busy. I appreciate the time, man. And, uh, always good catching up with you and, and, uh, getting it in, man. Yeah, always good to catch up with you, brother. I hope this virus doesn't doesn't do too much damage, man, because um, the way things are going is starting to spiral out of control. So I hope they get on a, a grasp on it sooner than later. 